Good morning. It's June 23rd, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book of the same name. Today's title is Origins, and the piece you just heard was Jupiter from the Planets by Gustav Holtz. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. Psalm 19, 1. My first degree was in biology from Rice University, long before those I attained in medicine and theology. The college degree came only 20 years after Watson and Crick described the building blocks of life in the DNA molecule. Many believe, including Christians, Jews, Muslims, agnostics, and atheists, that the genetic transmission allowed by these and related compounds, coupled with natural selection of environmentally favored characteristics through random mutations, explain the development of advanced life forms on Earth, including humans. Many others, in all the same groups, do not. Still others believe that God created the universe and everything in it, and certainly could have used a process of evolution if he desired, given that the Creator would, by definition, be outside of time. Famous geneticist and evangelical Christian Dr. Francis Collins, director of the Human Genome Project and currently head of the National Institutes of Health, certainly felt this was the case. He wrote the book The Language of God about the human genome largely in defense of that position. Dr. Collins relates in his introduction that in 1916, researchers asked biologists, physicists, chemists, and mathematicians whether they believed in a God who actively communicates with humankind and to whom one may pray and expect an answer. 40% said they did. In 1997, the same survey found exactly the same percentage of believers across the fields of science, despite the phenomenal liberal relativism found across American college campuses and the commonly held erroneous belief that scientists are somehow all atheists. When Lee Strobel interviewed Walter Bradley, Ph.D., Texas A&M University Department of Biology, about the common objection to faith that contends evolution has made God unnecessary, he countered with multiple points. The true Achilles heel of macroevolution is the origin of life, in his opinion. Famous scientists like Haldane, Yuri, and Miller contend that early life arose spontaneously from a, quote, prebiotic soup, unquote. But NASA has now proven definitively that no such soup ever existed. The methane, H2, and ammonia necessary for their building block theories to reflect reality simply did not exist in the early atmosphere. Only H2O, NO2, and CO2. Did life evolve by chance arrangement of these molecules? Even proponents of evolution agree that 400 million years from cooling to life is not nearly adequate time for random assemblage of the simplest protein, no less DNA or the cell membrane. Could amino acids have come together just because of their bond affinity? Mathematically disproven. Do some molecules have self-ordering tendencies like ripples in the sand or ice crystals, which would allow them to form complex molecules like a protein? Examples in nature are orders of magnitude too simplistic for this to be the case. Could the building blocks have come from space? Same problem. Realistically requires intelligence for assembly. Could building blocks have come from ocean floor heat vents? Same problem. Assembly. 
Even Carl Sagan, the great atheist astrophysicist, said, quote, any information string broadcast from space would prove intelligent life, unquote. Really? Estimates are that the information string contained in a single cell would fill 30 volumes of encyclopedia, and yet skeptics claim this doesn't imply an intelligence behind its creation. Scripture is crystal clear on one thing. God created the heavens and the earth and everything in it, Genesis 1. Someday science might be able to tell us how, but whether or not that day comes doesn't change the facts and doesn't change my opinion. Look around you. Just look. You don't even have to see a baby born. Just watch a flower open, or an eagle fly, or the sunset, or the waves roll in, or the motion of the constellations. Don't be a dummy. Quote, For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse, because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were they thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Unquote. Romans 1, 20 through 21. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. We praise you for the wonders all around us that make even the most skeptical person of intelligence realize the foolhardiness of denying your existence. We ask your Holy Spirit to guide us when we enter into conversations with the lost, providing the patience and the words to turn them into seekers of the truth. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.